five, four, three, two, one, injection. You're pretty fly for an Aussie guy. Hey, Mr. Logan, how's it going, brother? Good. Good, man. This is this is crazy times we're living it in right now. It is. Like it couldn't get any worse for everybody. We have we have the pandemic going on, and then now we have rioting across the country. Yeah. What do you it, think about all this rioting oh stuff? I God. mean, I mean, it's good. The the reasons why they're protesting is I know, good. But what like, do you think about that whole incident? And what do you think about? I mean, what, you that know. is like, I guess. It is so horrible what the cops did, but then also what the protesters are doing. They're but doing it's not it all totally the protesters. It's just a small way. percentage of them that are looting and yeah, stuff. They just but, show yeah, that on I TV think, more than everything else. I just think you, like you're protesting for a good cause, but you're doing it in the wrong way. Some I think people most are, people are protesting in the right way. I think there was, a, there was a protest. There was a protest yes. in Bayview, and there was I don't know how many thousands and thousands of people there. It was all peaceful. People just marching down the street. I agree with you that, well, here's the thing. When you have people who feel that they've been injustice, have injustice against them through their whole life, you know, you get to a point, like a boiling point, and then you boil over. And so for some people, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to cause, you know, I feel like sometimes the looting actually is counterproductive because I feel some people, like, you're not going to change people who are racist. I don't feel a lot of people who are racist, they're racist. And to me, you're not going to change those people. So I'm not sure how the looting will, maybe it will make administration and other people change laws. Maybe it would. But I think in general, I would agree with you. I think peaceful protesting would be, in, and, and mm-hmm. uniting would be very important. Yeah. So I agree with you. We're on the same page there. But let's start off. We've got some stories in the news. You want to do, do something here? Yep. This is a little, little segment we called. Okay, Boomer. So, Boomers, Keone Reeves and Alex Winter, they're actually at the far end of the Boomer Boomer strip here. When I say that, they, they, they're like the last year of the Boomers, okay? Um, but they both, um, you know, the Bill and Ted actors, right? Mm-hmm. They did something pretty cool this week. They made a special appearance during the virtual graduation festivities of the real San Dimas High School on Tuesday, this Tuesday, making sure that each student, that they be excellent to each other, and they told him to party on. Sweet. San Dimas High School football rules. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. That's pretty cool, though, hey? That's when, pretty awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? awesome. Yeah. They were, and they were like, like they just joined. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, and another Boomer in the news, of course, out of Florida. Um, Robert, Robin Hamilton, a 57-year-old woman out of Hawthorne, Florida, was arrested Saturday for setting a fire to a converted woodshed that another woman was living in. You may ask why she did this? Well, Hamilton was renting the shed to this woman and was so drunk and angry about a towel she was missing <laughs> that she accused the woman of stealing. A towel? For real? I'd hate to see what she'd do if someone stole her sh- soap. <laughs> Settle down, Boomer. Settle down, Boomer. And then finally, Boomer in the news, Carol Baskin is back in the news. 
No, she is not being indicted for killing her first husband. She was ruled in favor by an Oklahoma judge this week, giving Baskin control of Joe Exotic's 16-acre animal park. Say it ain't so Joe Exotic, man. This dude is already in jail, and now his nemesis gets his zoo. He needs to change his name to Joe Exotic Tiger Gesture. Okay, Boomer. Gesture, he's no longer king. You're yeah. right about that. So that's all for Boomer news. Um, I'm going to move this on to a little segment that um, we're starting to do here. It's not no longer 1985 songs. This this is all songs from this week in history, okay? Yeah. So a little back in the day stuff. Sometimes I still sit and reminisce think about the years I was raised. Back in the day. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid. So back in the days, let's go. I'm going to start off here. This one was 1967. The Beatles came out this week. It was actually today. They, um, the Sgt. Pepper didn't come out. Sgt. Pepper's Love, Lonely Heart Club Band started a 23-week run at the number one on the UK album list charts. And this is just one song from that album, one of my favorites, all right? You ready for it? Yes. What do you think about this song? First of oh, all, I know you know this what song. What a classic, Strawberry Fields Forever. Um, so what do you what do you what, what do you like about that song? Goodness. It's so calming. It's like they use so many cool instruments that are like really yeah, common like, instruments, like like flutes, and, and you can just hear all these different like yeah. really. It's very like you can hear it. You can point them out. But also in some of their songs, they have some like different stuff. And I like how they have like a wide variety of what they do. Yeah, and, and this album really was sweet. Calming. I mean, this album, not only did it have, you know, this, I mean, it had so many great classics. I mean, um, you know, just A Day in the Life is not another song that was one of my favorites. So yeah, yeah The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, great. Also, in the same year, this week in history, actually yesterday in history, um, this song... Um, Another classic, actually, um, by The Doors, went to number one in the U.S. This one's a classic, Light My Fire. What do you think about the doors light my fire? Oh, it has a very like poppy like. You know what that? You know what that? You know what that? You know what that is that you're hearing? Dun 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 dun. What 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 uh instrument is that? I have no clue. That's the keyboard. That's the keyboard. That's by Ray Manzarek, who actually just passed away this year, I believe. 
Um, so he was, I mean, to me, Jim Morrison had this great voice. He's the lead singer there. Um, he's the look of the band. But to me, what really was to him and, um, I forgot Robbie's last name, but Robbie's the guitar player. And Robbie had this really cool thing where he learned how to put this, this glass piece around his finger. And so he made this sound on the guitar when he would play with this little glass piece on his finger. It was almost like, a, like, like, almost like the bottle, like a bottle, little mini bottle thing that came over his finger. It would make these really cool sounds with the guitar and then Ray Manzarek with, with piano. I think they, them two were amazing. I love all the Doors songs. So, but one, yeah. um, one question. Yeah. So it's that guy who's um, singing those songs, yeah. Jim Morrison. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You didn't realize that? Yeah, no, I... I got, I'll show you. I'll, I'll play I thought they were just you. like have like a mascot that's no, just a guy. No, that's Jim Morrison that oh sings all goodness. those songs. Okay, now we're moving up a little bit in history. 1972. Now this one right here, man. 1972. Um, Bob Marley and the Whalers released Exodus, which is, might be one of the best albums of all time. Such great songs as Jammin', One Love, and this is one, my, one of my favorites, Three Little Birds. play that one out a little bit because oh i think it's perfect goodness. for these times you know every don't worry about a thing every little thing is going to be all right so what are you thinking oh my goodness that if i would give a list of most iconic songs like almost in history that would be up there mm-hmm. with like um queen's bohemian rap city like a bunch yep. of those things i would agree that was almost at like almost I, one up of there. my favorites man it's definitely up there it's almost hard to end with this one because this is a great song but we just kind of knocked out like yeah. three of the best songs of all <laughs> yeah. history and now i gotta move on to the 80s um so <laughs> now we're 80s. going into 1983 uh, the band the police started a four-week run at number one with this song right here every breath you take Please, every breath you take. Now, I love the song. It's so good. But I get so stalker vibes from that. Especially every him in his video. Yeah, in his video. He, he is kind of a stalker. Sting was always kind of creepy to me, too. He's the lead singer, Sting. You can see him. He's playing the bass on, on this uh, video. Um, I, again, just like the Doors band, I like Sting. He's already right. got the voice. He was the face of the band. 
but one of my favorites is Stuart Copeland, and that he was the drummer, and I think his song, his drummer, his drumming beats in these songs, all all the all the um, all the songs by the Police was like part of my favorite part of of the Police. So. I, I find it kind of ironic that this sounds like a stalker song by the Police. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> it is ironic, and during this time here right now yeah, too, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, well. Now I think the best thing for us to do right now, Logan, you know what would it be to do? What? Let's play pretend. Let's play pretend. Next up on ABC, Shark Tank. First into the tank is a young entrepreneur who wants to wipe out all his competitors. Hi Sharks, I'm Logan Bushman and I'm 11 years old and I have invented a machine that every household across the world will want. Right now during the pandemic, there's one product in particular that everyone needs. Stores were always out of it. That's right, toilet paper. Let's face it, we all poop. Poop is gross, so we always need to wipe our butts. So I came up with an idea to make my own toilet paper. So I introduce to you my invention, the toilet paper maker. I'm seeking $60,000 for 15% of my company. Okay, Logan, I like the concept, but tell Mr. Wonderful how this works. Mr. Wonderful, you don't know how toilet paper works? Well, let me show you. No, 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 no. How does your machine work? Okay, here's how it works. First, you take any paper you want. Polico ads, unneeded brushes, advertisement, whatever you want whatever you want to recycle, and just put it through the shredder end of it. And then you push the wash button, which washes and stirs and the shredded paper. And then you push the dry button, which below, below and behold, dries the finished paper product. And finally, you wind the crank on the side. And as you see, here comes out perfectly recycled toilet paper. Logan, Mr. Wonderful, I don't have time to make my own toilet paper. This product stinks, and for that reason, I'm out. Sorry to hear that, Mr. Wonderful. You're kind of a pain in the butt anyways. How about Mark Cuban? I tell you what, Logan, this is a great invention. How much does it cost for you to make each machine, and what's the market value of those? Each machine cost me about $40 to make, and I sell each one for $79.99. So let me get to the bottom of this. You're making $39.99 on each product, but are you selling any? Yes, I have sold three. One to my dad, one to my Uncle Danny, and one to that hippie lady down the block. Only three sales? That's not good. You're going to be the butt of the jokes with those kind of numbers. Sorry, Logan. For that, I'm out. Thanks, M Mark. Robert, 
Do you want to be in my partners with your with me? I'm the you're the last shark left. Logan, these other sharks might want to flush your invention down the toilet, but I know how I felt when I needed toilet paper and that aisle of Walmart was empty. But you have no sales. So to make this investment, I need a higher percentage of your company. I'll give you $100,000 to help you build more of these, but I want 50% of your company. Robert, can I ask how you're going to help me get the toilet paper maker advertised out, of the pu- out to the public? First, we're going to expand outside of your block and out on the web and social media. Really push it to the conservation community. You know, farmers markets and fish concerts. Great, I'll take your offer. Now let's go wipe out toilet paper companies. Awesome, watch out Poop. There's a new company coming for you. Okay, that was gross. Next up in the tank, Silent Velcro. So next up, we got a movie that we watched this week. This movie was a remake of an old show that I used to watch. It was probably on before me, but I remember watching Fantasy Island, okay? The plane, boss, hey boss, the plane, the plane. You know, a little tattoo is running up telling the boss the plane's coming and these people would come into this island and and they would have kind of like their 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 dreams, their fantasies come to life and a lot of times it didn't turn out good because what their fantasies were were not always positive. Well, they made this into a horror movie um, starring Michael Pena who was really, to me, miscasted as Mr. Rourke who was like the guy who's the head of the island. Yeah. I just didn't feel like he was, like, he fit yeah. that character, really. He kind of was just in a weird situation. I think, yeah, yeah. I know like Mike Pena, and so I, this wasn't the perfect place for him. The one character mm-hmm. I had the, that I liked the most out of all the characters in the movie were two. First of all, what's his name from, uh, Merle from, was it Merle? Oh, yeah, from The Walking from Dead, The Walking Merle. Dead, that actor, uh-huh. uh, whatever his name is, he was good. But then Jimmy O. Yang, he's the comedian that played, uh, yeah, yeah, Brax yeah. Weaver. Ta- also who ends known up being tattoo? Yeah, yeah. And Turns so, down. what did you think about? Tell me a little bit about it. First of all, I want to mention this movie got eight percent on the tomato meter on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Eight out of what? Out of a hundred. Oh <laughs> so, my god! So no. this did not get a really good review, which I'm super shocked about because I thought it was all right. Do you mean AD no, or eight? Eight percent. <laughs> That's bad. So what? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so what do you think about it first? I thought it was all right. Yeah, I think it was better than eight. Yeah. What do you What do you like about <laughs> okay, it? Okay, so um, they come on the plane. I had I've never seen Fantasy Island the, the movie. show, the TV show. I I've only known this from the trailers, and I come into this fully blind. I liked it. I I thought it was very interesting concept. I love how the movie went on with like how they come at their fears. I think there were a couple of points where I'm like. Not their fears, their fantasies. Their fantasies, yeah. yeah. Where I'm a little bit confused how, like, they all crossed over. And he went from, like, a war zone to, like... Well, here, that's the thing. is like, like, his fantasy was, like, that he wanted to be a a war hero like his father. That's what he thought. 
But yeah. he actually... But he ends oh, yeah, up in. spoilers. Spoiler. This is definitely spoilers here for sure. Yeah. But what happened was they all had different fantasies, but you found out that the real reason why they were on the island was only one person's fantasy yeah. and that these were all people that were part of... Um, um, a, a real incident that happened and her fantasy was to get back at these people yeah. and so it was kind of crazy everything interacted I thought the one cool really cool part at the end was how they brought this character like there was these two brothers and Jimmy O. Yang played uh, one of the brothers and he was like this little Asian dude who was adopted from his family so him and his adopted brother were besties but then his brother gets killed in the movie mm -hmm. and so at the very end they're all leaving and Jimmy O. Yang was kind of one of the survivors, and and they asked him. The Mr. Rourke comes up to him and says, "Hey, actually, you never really used your fantasy. Your fantasy, I mean, your you your brother chose the fantasy, and you guys were just going through his yeah. fantasy, so you still have a chance." And he said, "Well, I would love to have my brother back. come back to life." And he said, "Well, you can." But you're going to have to stay here. Because he had to stay there for his wife to come back. And he said, well, what, you know, I'll do it. He, make that, he makes that choice. His brother comes back, flies away on the plane. But um, they said they hated a nickname in yeah. college. And he and shows his nickname on his tattoo on his chest. It's his nickname is Tattoo, so he's going to be there. And he happens yeah. to be a little Asian dude. So he, he happens to be a, a perfect yeah. little fit for what they had in the TV show. So overall, if I was going to rank this out of five popcorns, I'd give it... You know, like a C plus. So I'd say like a two and a half popcorns yeah, is what yeah. I would give it. What do you think? I think definitely. Yeah, I think a two and a half is very good. Rating. Which is still good. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was actually. I know. All, it was still. It was still all right. I mean, when I saw it was eight percent, I'm like, man, people are real critics, man. I don't know what's going on it's with like, that. Like, yeah, that's but very confusing to me. Let's move on to the final segment, one that I love. Asking all the questions. Asking all the questions. Why you asking all the questions? Making statements. Uh, Assuming so, um, here's the first question, Logan. If your only more mode of transportation could be an animal, which animal would it be and why? Wait, so no cars, it... no bikes. Your only mode of transportation is this one animal, and that's what you're gonna have to ride the rest of your lifetime. Goodness, I was. Gonna say chicken, but then I was you like, dude, just you, all over. <laughs> Probably an elephant, because I'd look super cool doing it. Kind of like a boo when he turned into yeah. an elephant. Okay. Um, if you could give a hundred dollars to a charity, which one would you choose? The Satanic Temple Relief Fund. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, that's that's a shout out from last 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 episode, right? Um, from Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, if your life had to be. And I'm hoping you're not being serious. Yeah, no, that's a okay. total joke. If your life had to be put into one past movie where you would live the rest of your life in that movie setting, what movie would it be and why? Hmm. What's the most amazing, like, could I say just Back to the Future and just live in the 80s? Yeah. Wow. Nice. You I'm going to do, do that. Okay. I can tell you the 80s weren't that great, man. Yeah, I don't I'm know. just going to just live in the 80s and just I watch movies. I would have thought like something like, you know. Star Trek, Star Wars. No, not even that. Like to me, like what, some of the best cool things would be like where there's lots of like an, like an island somewhere. Like I don't know, like maybe I wouldn't want Castaway because I wouldn't want to be by myself on an island. Yeah. But maybe, like, I'm trying to think of a cool, another cool island movie. What's the movie with, um, 
um, d uh, with all the dads, um, Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Island. yeah. It's, um, it's got to be someone to, I'll think of it. Yeah, we'll think about it. But that's what I would do because I, I would want to be an island. Um, can you show me how I laugh? Um, I can show you how Quinn laughs. M mimic, mimic how I laugh. <laughs> that's how I laugh? I think, no, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Quinn laughs? How no, does Quinn laugh? Quinn laughs. <laughs> Okay. It's very deep and just <laughs> loud in general. I think Quinn laughs more. <laughs> you you are very like tight laughing like. <laughs> okay. Does mom have any kind of laugh? No, she doesn't laugh. She doesn't laugh very often. Okay. <laughs> if talk. you could start a new fashion trend, what would it be? Um, spoon shirts. Shirts made out of plastic spoons. Yes. Okay, and just different patterns and yeah. different shapes and stuff. Sweet. Um, what personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Personality trait? Probably. What? Um, it's annoying or temper. smart. Very like. Temper? Yeah, temper and I always am a smart aleck. If I, if I think something, I'm going to think it. <laughs> Say it? I'm like, okay. Yeah. What is Say the what best piece of advice that I've given you? Um, I have no clue. Uh. <laughs> I don't have any good advice not, to you? I guess you have. I just can't think of any. Yeah, really, it's not coming off the top of my head. When you get always, when you always get mad uh, because mm -hmm. I stop you from watching doing Minecraft or a video or whatever. Like. What do I tell you? Get off your phone. It's making you. Brain hurt. And brain dead. Brain dead, and I say that's just not how it works. My brain isn't shriveling. All right. Well, here's my last question for you. That's all. This is. So you're at Dave and Buster's. You see Jim Carrey is sitting on one of those motorcycle games, and right next to it is another motorcycle open where you could go play with him. Then you look to your left, and you see Adam Sandler over by the giant claw ball game, and right next to him is an open machine where you could play the giant claw ball game with Adam Sandler. Or you look to the right. And you see Loverfella playing the Avengers game, and there's a player spot open right next to Loverfella. But you can only choose one option to hang with one of these three people. Which one do you choose? So it's either Jim Carrey or Loverfella. I don't know. Adam Sandler's awesome, but, you know, these are my two favorite people. And I think definitely Jim Carrey because... Um, Loverfella is going to have events at one point. He's going to have meet and greets. Jim Carrey, those are like a million dollars. Not a million. Can you imagine like, him like so on the motorcycle doing like the Dumb and Dumber style? <laughs> play, you know, right? Yeah, and he'd be, be next awesome. to him. He yeah. probably would be totally hamming it up with you and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I know I would definitely choose Adam the Sandler. ball game with Adam Sandler yeah. for sure. I'd be with the Sandman. He'd be like, oh, let's get the little ball. Let's get the ball out of the bear. You know, he'd be all talking all crazy. I would be loving it. So that's what I would choose. Is there anything you said you might have a question for me or anything else you want to finish um, up this podcast okay, yes. with? Top three most iconic songs. Not your favorite songs, most iconic songs. Iconic yeah. songs probably ever is Stairway to Heaven, um, Nights in White Satin, and um, in The End by The Doors. Those are my first the top three. Okay. Alrighty. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right. Well, hey, guys. Bushies, thank you for listening as usual. Stay safe. You mm -hmm. know, equal rights.
Love life. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. Well, peace out. You're pretty fly for an Aussie guy. Oh, love a long time. I'm a light when I saw Jane by this street. I'm a light alone. Now they all look up to me because I'm the queen of the kangaroo. I came up from way down and now I'm here to make some noise. Bring it on now while you can. I'm waiting here before me, mate. I am a bushman, king of the kangaroo. I am a bushman, crocky bang and bungaroo. I am a bushman, king of the kangaroo. I am a bushman.